There are smoking guns in Georgia, smoking out the hearings. Oh my goodness, there was two hearings today in Georgia, and the smoking gun video is dropped. We have clips of that today, and we have a clip of one of the Karens in the Senate hearing, or state representatives, I don't know which it was, in Georgia, where that's exactly what we're going to hear and what we've been hearing and we can talk about that today. Welcome to the show. My name is Matt Williams. Thank you for listening, sharing. You guys make How to Build Tent, the name of the show, so great. We're part of the Fight, Laugh, Feast Network. Go over to flfnetwork.com, put an HTBT in the memo field, and you'll get a sweet mug like the one behind me. You'll be partnering with us as we proclaim the Lordship of Jesus in every area of life. You are enabling us and allowing us to build a platform so when we do get deplatformed, which you know this is going to start heating up, uh, we will have our own platform. So I appreciate everyone who has subscribed. Really appreciate all of you guys. Those of you subscribed on uh, YouTube, appreciate you as well. Thank you for everyone who's sharing the show. The podcast is doing phenomenal. Thank you for everyone again and again and again. I really appreciate you guys. You can email me, Matt, at howtobuildatent.com. Find me on all those social media sites, How to Build a Tent, including Parlor. And let's get into it. And the first thing I want to hit, because before we get into that, and this is really important, is... There are bombs being dropped by Lynn Wood. And say what you will about the man. He's the attorney down in Georgia. They're making allegations that he's lied, that he's a Democrat, and all of these different things, which may be true. He may have lied he, about some things. He seems like he has decent answers for them. And it may be true that he even voted for a Democrat from time to time, which I think he even admitted but I want to tell you guys something. Well, first of all, I just want to say this. Trump has brought over in a bipartisan fashion <laughs> Democrats to be for him. And even if we have Democrats like, I don't know, Alan Dershowitz, who we see all over the legitimate quote unquote media like Fox News arguing for the legitimacy of the Constitution, like, are we just going to discredit an Alan Dershowitz because he's a Democrat? He's still a Democrat. He doesn't pretend not to be. But for some reason, when it's Lynn Wood, who's now saying he voted for Trump, but vote for Democrats before, for some reason that he, we can't trust him or we shouldn't take his arguments and we shouldn't let him fight for us. I, this purity thing is strange. But let me tell you what's really happening. There was this one movie that I watched as a kid that I really loved. It's called Memphis Bell. And it was about the bombers in World War II that would go over Germany. At least it was the final mission that would go over Germany. And it was their last mission. They were the first crew ever to get to the certain amount of missions that they needed to go home and to be done with the war. Because everyone else got shot down, but they were the ones who pulled it off. And they were going to go and bomb Germany for the last run or somewhere close to Germany. I can't remember. It's been a long time since I watched it. And they have the footage in the movie of them taking off the runway and leaving the base. And you know what didn't happen when they were not over the target, when they were just leaving the base? There were no flak machines shooting flak at them, anti-aircraft guns. They weren't, there's no one, there is nobody in the German army over their base shooting flak, trying to shoot them down there because they weren't over the target yet. They weren't in danger of blowing up the targets that they were wanting to hit. So the flat guns for the Germans weren't there. The flat guns weren't trying to shoot down the airplane. But when did those bombers start seeing the enemy? When did the enemy start engaging with them? 
is when they were over the target. And I find it funny that we have this coordinated effort to diminish, to attack, and all of these different things. Lynn Wood, when he is saying that the Georgia GOP needs to ensure a fair election before we vote for the Senate runoff. And all of a sudden, all of the attacks come out on him. They weren't bothering him really before, but now they are. And I've heard some legitimate criticism of his actual filings and all of these things. Fine. They could be bad. They could, you know, not be the greatest lawsuits in the world. But all I have to say is I don't see other people filing. I see Sidney Powell. I see very few people fighting for our side. So unless you're getting into the fight and unless you're a lawyer that is actually bringing litigation to defend the American people, unless you are in some way contributing, I don't want to hear your criti uh, criticisms. It's like everyone wants to critique the gladiator in the arena, but at least the gladiator is fighting. So if there are legitimate things about Linwood, questionable that he's lying, he's deceiving us, he's whatever. Okay, let's hear it. But just because he voted Democrat in the past, obviously I think that's sinful and you need to repent of it. I don't think you can, You sh as a Christian, you shouldn't be any claims to be a Christian. But just because he did, just because he had sin in his past, doesn't mean that we can't listen to him now. It doesn't mean he's not doing the right thing now. And again, I don't see anyone else that would take his place. Do you? I don't. I sure don't. All right, so let's get into this to this hearing. The f there was two, and I didn't know there was two. I thought there was only going to be one. And I was watching the first one with some people that I text with online. Some watch the show, some don't. And I was pretty bummed out about the GOP. And people were explaining to me that a lot of, in fact, the people in the GOP in the South became Democrats, or the Democrats became GOP. And... You know, they're just really soft and squish. And the first one, it was really all that. The first hearing was exactly what you know is wrong with the GOP. They were taking care of each other. They were patting each other on the back. It was basically for the first 40 minutes was the attorney for the secretary of state, who's a Republican from what I understand, in Georgia, talking about all the things that they've done to secure the election. Things that were not relevant to the accusations, things that aren't relevant to the fraud, talking to just about everything, pretty much filibustering. Pretty much filibustering. Filibustering? No, filibustering. <laughs> and then the people who got to ask him questions were the very people that voted for the Dominion software. <laughs> the people that are the ones that we are accusing of making bad decisions at the very least. And so as you could imagine, there weren't very, very good questions. There's one or two... Senators, representatives, again, I don't remember which house of it was in the state, that were actually not part of the good old boys, which was encouraging. But for most of them, even one of them said, even to this day, he does not regret voting for Dominion. Even though we know how many security breaches there are, that votes were counted overseas, that they were, it was designed and created to overthrow the elections in Venezuela and several other countries, he still doesn't regret it. He still doesn't regret it. Uh, okay, so before we get to the second interview, 
uh, I just want to say this too. And oh, okay. So let me just finish close it off with this one last thing is that I thought that the Georgia was done. I thought we were going to lose Georgia. It wasn't going to flip based on the first hearing. And I want to go back to talking about the Senate runoff for a second, because this is what we're hearing. And then we'll get into the second hearing in Georgia and then we'll call it a wrap and go enjoy our weekends. I've been hearing these two different sides debating of good people on the conservative, Republican, rhino side. One school thought, you need to go vote for those senators. Even if you think there's cheating, even if you think that it's not going to count, you should go vote because the Senate is important. And then there's the other side who's saying, why vote at all if they're just going to cheat and win? I mean, seriously, even till yesterday, Georgia is still counting votes in Fulton County. We talked about that last show. But it's a false choice, guys. It's a false choice. And in this hearing, in fact, the second hearing, we have the third choice. And this is what we need to talk about. This is how we fight in Georgia. This is how we support our people in Georgia is we present and talk about this third point is we don't vote until the GOP controlled state takes action to secure the vote. We will turn out and vote for the senators if you guys ensure the integrity of the election. And this question, and this goes right into our second interview or second Senate session, which is really good, is that the colonel who's been testifying, he's the guy who specializes in all this IT stuff, has been talking about the the uh, Dominion software and all these different states traveling around with uh, Rudy Giuliani and Jen, Jen Ellis. And he said, we can use the Dominion software still. We just have to make sure that every machine has a Republican and a Democrat watching every machine and vote and having those controls there. And two, making sure the flash drives are all, all made sure that they're secure and no one's taking them in and out during the vote. And then me personally, this is Matt Williams talking, also make sure they're not connected to the internet. And that is an easy way that the GOB today can use the existing machines that they spent $200 million on or whatever and fix the election to ensure that there is minimal fraud at most and make sure that everyone votes in person. <laughs> this mail-in vote obviously is a disaster. So let's see the GOP take steps to do that and then go vote for the senators. It's not all or nothing. But the GOP needs to do something first or we're just perpetuating the problem. If the GOP in Georgia cannot, after all of the injustice that we have seen, after 60% of small businesses destroyed because of unconstitutional orders, lockdowns, executive whatever orders, if we can't do that in this landscape where we ensure the election amidst all this fraud, then why vote for the GOP at all? Why vote for the GOP at all? There's no good reason. So that's the third choice that we need to advocate for is we will come out and vote. If you live in Georgia, we'll come out and vote and we'll support the two senators for the GOP. If you GOP senators and uh, secretary of state and governor take action now to make sure the fraud doesn't happen in this election too. Seems super reasonable, super reasonable. I don't understand. I don't understand. All right. So the second hearing, this is the bombshell this is it. I mean, there's a lot of good testimony coming out um, throughout this whole thing, but this is the video 
that is going to start making the dominoes fall. Where I believe Georgia has no choice now, but for the electorate, the um, sorry, the Senate, the Congress, state senators to take back this election from the Democrats and at very least decertify the election and not send the electoral votes. But they should, in fact, send them to Donald Trump. Here is the smoking gun video. I'm going to click the share audio so you can hear it. We're going to share the Chrome tab. I'm going to select it. I'm just, okay, here we go. Eight o'clock in the morning, and we're going to roll this back and show it to you. There you go. So now they're going to start pulling these ballots out from under this table. This table, the black one, was placed there by the lady with the blonde braids at about 8.22 a.m. in the morning. So she put that table there. So the same person who's staying behind now, the same person who cleared the place out under the pretense that we're going to stop counting, is the person who put the table there at 8.22 in the morning. Yeah, I saw four suitcases come out from underneath the table. Yeah, upper right hand, you see the gentleman in the red. So he just pulled one out. All right, so when I'm <laughs> I'm being unprofessional here, I should have said this before I did this, setting up the video, if you will. And for those of you listening, I'll tell you what happened. So this is video because they were in Atlanta Stadium where the Atlanta Falcons um, play. And the lady who put those ballot suitcases underneath a table with the black cloths were throughout the whole day, they weren't pulling the votes, the boxes from there. So this was separate from where all the other ballots were being counted from. When the Republicans were there counting, when everyone else was there counting, they were taking them from somewhere else. Around, I think it was around 11 o'clock or 10.30 at night, or 10, 10 or 11 o'clock at night, they told everyone to leave the room and they're gonna start counting tomorrow. And four people stayed behind. And when everyone was out, except for those four people, they brought these ballot or these um, buckets of votes out, which uh, can hold up to four thousand votes. I've heard under this table, under this tablecloth, so no one saw them there, and started counting them for two hours, allegedly two hours, and then the timestamps are there and everything like that, and we're counting them unsupervised. Right there, right there, is enough evidence to flip Georgia for Donald Trump. Right there alone. And I've been hearing two arguments, and we're going to get into these, and then we're going to close because I'm trying really hard to keep it under 15 minutes, but, I mean, there's just so much going on. It's really hard to do. There's been two arguments I've heard. One is, how could you be so stupid to think that these people, knowing they're being recorded, would do this? Obviously, it's not what you think it is. No one would knowingly do that that's illegal it's a fraud it's a felony no one would do that knowing they were recorded they didn't know they were recorded those cameras are the stadiums not the counties not the states not the counters those people had no idea the cameras were there that's why they did it and the second video i want to show you because it's just great. This is the Karen of the group. And she was totally playing the part well. This is the next argument that I've been hearing a lot about this video. Senator Parent, I heard you say several times this has been debunked. 
but I also just heard that this video just appeared last night. So how could it have been debunked? Well, my response, not being an expert, um, is that the, the, these very allegations came up right away after the election almost a month ago and have been repeatedly discussed by the Secretary of State's office, including everything that we're seeing here. But is this and not there have the, been explanations for all of it. Is this not the first time but, this video has been shown? I believe that this is the yes. first time this video has been yes, seen. And it is. And the news correct. media it, hasn't seen this video or have not? They, they have not. Because right. I've, I've been in contact with counsel for the State Farm Arena. And it will be today. Okay, Senator. So this is, this is what you're going to hear. This has already been debunked. And these allegations came out from the very beginning. Which, just take off the negative tone of that. If these allegations have happened from the beginning, and now we have video showing that the allegations actually happened, that actually legitimizes the earlier allegations. It doesn't, it doesn't negate them. It doesn't uh, devalue them. It reinforces them. But how she says it makes it seem like, oh my gosh obviously these are so old and then secondly they've been debunked by who who debunked them because we have allegations we have affidavits of people in person there saying these exact things happened to the exact hour we have affidavits of people saying to the exact hour that match the timestamp of this video and when she's saying and when others are saying i'm already hearing on the internet as we've been sharing this is that it's already been debunked this video was just released for this hearing no one's seen it before how can it be debunked already twitter already put the debunked tag on it who else has seen it how have they already the moments after it's been released been debunked no ladies and gentlemen we're feeling the flack the enemy is shooting more because we're over the target. We're no longer on our territory. We're dropping bombs, baby. We're dropping the bombs over targets and we're getting momentum and we're taking back this country. But the flak is coming and we are gonna have casualties. We're gonna get hurt, we're gonna be taking casualties, but we need to be prepared and encouraged by it. This is an encouraging thing. When you can get to Germany to drop the bombs, even if some planes go down, it, you're being successful, you're getting to the target. So take encouragement, be hopeful, continue to pray, continue to encourage, continue to push, continue to call. We are pushing ahead and we are gonna be victorious. I hope that gives you some great motivation for this weekend. Enjoy your Sabbath. Enjoy the Lord's Day. Celebrate the Lord. Give thanks. Continue to worship because worship is warfare. And we'll get back to you next week. God bless.